You are listening to the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering the Iowa Hawkeyes for the Locked On Sports Network, hosted by Andrew Wade, editor at DearOldGold.com. Welcome to the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. I am your host, Andrew Wade, editor over at DearOldGold.com. We are here with a fantastic episode on this beautiful Wednesday morning. We are giving you an interview of Reed Timmer, the former Drake University men's basketball player currently playing overseas in Europe. He's going to be joining the Iowa United this summer as they play in the basketball tournament, otherwise known as TBT, the $2 million winner-take-all tournament. Before we jump into that, though, just a quick reminder that today's show is actually brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. All right, we do have some great content. Like I said, Reed Timmer is going to be joining the show. Had a great time interviewing him. Um, great kid. Has a lot of potential. You're going to really love watching him play on the Iowa United this summer. Before we do that, though, I have a couple quick housekeeping items. Just a quick reminder, if you are joining the show for the very first time, you do like what you hear, make sure to tune into some of our other content that we've put out here over the last couple of weeks. We've had some great guests on. Just from the Iowa United, we've had you know Iowa United forward Matt Tybee. We had Marcus Feist your former number four overall draft pick. We had do-it-all six-man Nicholas Bayer. Um, we also had Nick McGlynn, the Defensive Player of the Year in the Missouri Valley Conference, former Drake Bulldog, also going to be playing on the Iowa United. From an Iowa Hawkeye perspective, we've had a couple recruits on the podcast. We had Deuce Hogan, a four-star quarterback recruit from the class of 2020. We also had Elijah Yelverton, three-star tight end prospect. And we've had two Iowa Hawkeye quarterbacks on the podcast, Ricky Stanzi and Drew Tate. So make sure to check out some of that stuff from our past episodes. Also, if you are on social media, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked on Iowa. Follow us on Facebook at Locked on Hawkeyes. That's how you're going to get the most in-to-know information. So if we have a show coming out, we will let you know on those social media accounts. If we do not have a show coming out, we will also let you know on those social media accounts. So make sure to do that as well. And if you haven't already, make sure to like, subscribe, and review wherever you downloaded this podcast at. You can get this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya. Himalaya is fantastic. And if you haven't used it yet, make sure to try it out. Personally, I love listening to podcasts and Himalaya is my favorite way to listen to podcasts. It's free. It's easy to use. It has every single podcast you love or are searching for. And Himalaya has expert podcast tastemakers who can personally curate playlists for you so you know exactly what you want to listen to based off your preferences and likes and dislikes. It also allows you to actually like and comment on specific episodes. So, for example, if you are not an Iowa Hawkeye fan but you do love the concept of the Iowa United or you are a former Drake Bulldog or an Iowa State Cyclone, you can actually like and comment on our specific episodes featuring those players on the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast. So, it is a fantastic podcast app. Make sure to download that from the App Store or or the Google Play Store. And once you get there, do not forget to follow the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast. All right, let's jump right into our interview with Reed Timmer. Again, you're going to love this kid. Very great to talk to. Um, has a very bright future ahead of him as well. So let's jump into that right now. We have a very special guest on the show today. I am joined here by former Drake Bulldog and current professional basketball player, Reed Timmer. Timmer is the Bulldogs' career leader in points, and he'll be joining the Iowa United this summer as they play in TBT, the $2 million winner-take-all tournament. As a Drake alum, I'm really excited to have you on the show today, man. How are you doing today? Great, man. Uh, thanks for having me, and I'm excited to uh, get ready to play with these guys this summer. Absolutely. So you are currently training in Wisconsin, is that correct? Yep, I'll be training in Milwaukee at home all summer. Awesome. And when did you get back from Europe? 
I got back uh, mid-April. Exciting. Is it? Uh, is it a bit of adjustment? Yeah, definitely. It was. It was kind of hard for me the first few months getting into routine and kind of knowing uh, how to adjust over there in terms of um, you know the game, just life in general, getting used to the people over there. But once I got used to that, once I got used to the team and our game schedule and all that, I really started to enjoy it. Absolutely. Did you have anyone over there with you, or was you by yourself? It was just me. Awesome. And did you talk to Josh Young at all before you came out there, or were you in contact with him at all? I know he's been playing in um, the German A-League as well for a while. Yeah, no, Josh was huge for me. It was, uh, I talked to him before I went out there and talked to him in the whole signing process, and he talked about his time in Germany. Obviously, he's been there forever, and he's loved it, so that was a huge kind of uh, piece for me, knowing that he was so comfortable over there, and he talked to me about the league and all the teams and, you know, basically just the whole country as a whole. And I really, uh, you know, took his advice and I ended up loving it. Absolutely. So what was your favorite part of Germany? I think just the people and the culture. Uh, the basketball obviously was great too. They really seemed to enjoy basketball. Soccer is obviously the number one sport, but <laughs> yeah, we would have a lot of people come to our games and our gym and pretty much every team in the league. Uh, which would have a lot of people in gym, great atmosphere. But the people were really nice to me. Everyone spoke English, made me feel at home. The food was great. I mean, everywhere I go, there's stuff to do. And in the downtime, I could go travel. It just the whole experience was, as a whole was really nice. So I could get away from basketball when I needed to. And then when I needed to buckle down and get to work, I did and had a great time doing that as well. Definitely. And I don't know if you thought this, but I'm from Iowa originally and going to Germany, it felt like I was literally going to the same state, but in a different country. And, you know, with the, the meat and the potato type of meals, um, obviously the the uh, impact of beer on the culture and stuff. Did you feel that same way, obviously being from Wisconsin? Yeah, definitely. Uh, my town is actually, I'm from New Berlin. So it's kind of funny, you know, <laughs> going over there and seeing like uh, the similarities and the types of culture that uh, they have over there. Uh, the country as a whole is really Americanized too. It's a lot, got a lot of similarities in terms of government and the way things are run and stuff. So it was really an easy transition for me. It kind of felt like home, like I said, once I got in routine and I enjoyed it pretty much the whole rest of the time. Definitely. And dude, you had a great season this year. Um, you shot 46% from three, 50% from the field, and you were averaging around four rebounds a game and three assists per game. And I just saw, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were also named the newcomer of the year. Is that correct? Yep. That's awesome, man. Tell me a little bit about that. I mean, obviously the, ju- the adjustment was a lot, but playing in Europe versus playing in the United States, it seemed like you made that professional adjustment pretty quickly. Yeah, I, it helped definitely. You know, when I was playing in college, I had school to balance, and I was a high academic guy, so I really took time uh, out of my day to really focus on studying. But once I turned professional, was over there, it was just basketball, so I was able to spend a lot more time in the gym, spend a lot more time working on my game. And you know, the first two months, it was an adjustment in terms of uh, learning the different way the games played, the different ways the refs call the game, just the the shorter shot clock just the way the pace of the game and how strong the guys are over there. Uh, a lot of everyone's really smart. So once I got that down and once uh, my teammates really helped me put getting a role in the team, it really helped me to just my game to just flourish. And I actually played really well and was really happy. Yeah, man, I was impressed. I was doing some research, obviously, before the call, and I know how well you did at Drake. But looking at your European stats, I mean, you uh, made a significant improvement on some already pretty good stats. As far as, obviously, you know, 
being in Germany, that was that was awesome. And you talked about being, um, you know, focusing on your academics while you were at Drake. You were studying pharmacy, is that correct? Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think that that in itself is pretty impressive. I have a lot of pharmacy friends, and they were struggling just to do the academic piece of it. I can only imagine having to do that and basketball. Do you have any intentions of going back to finish your two years um, remaining at Drake? Yeah, so I talk to the school pretty much year in and year out, just keeping in contact with my advisors and stuff. And basically, it's a year-to-year basis thing. So last year, I requested a year of absence, and a lot of kids do that for various reasons, whether that be health or you know financial reasons or whatever. So last year, I did that. Then I met with uh, my advisor again just a few weeks ago and said, uh, I'll be able to do the same thing, but just I'll have to take some online classes through maybe some different universities to, to prove to the school and the committee that, you know, I'm still keeping up with my schoolwork and still have intentions of coming back whenever that may be. I don't know, but it's just nice to have that um, kind of backup plan in case, you know, something were to happen or anything like that. So I, I have a lot of downtime over there too, so it's not like it'll be – too stressful i think i can take a few classes in my downtime and just kind of get away from basketball when i need to so i'm planning on doing that yeah i mean your your case is pretty rare i can't imagine a lot of people were um playing basketball and also studying to become a doctor in pharmacy and that's also a pretty nice backup backup plan for you as well so nice to have that on your play i'm glad that drake is working with you on that as well but pretty interesting scenario definitely yeah for sure i mean i definitely enjoyed that part of my life too and i I enjoy pharmacy, so I can tend to uh, do whatever I can to keep that going. For sure, man. And so when you were coming into college, um, how highly were you recruited? Obviously going to Drake, but you were also in kind of Wisconsin's backyard. Did you hear anything from Wisconsin before you made your decision to go to Drake? Yeah, so out of high school, I had I had a decent amount of offers, around 20, but they were all mid-majors. Uh, no high majors ever really looked at me. I mean, my fi- I think I uh, had my final three down to like Ohio – Toledo and Drake so uh, I chose Drake for the academic side the coaches side and kind of distance from home uh, the uh, university as a whole as well but um, I I really ended up liking my decision and stuck with it all four years definitely and well we are glad you came to Drake Um, obviously being the career leader in scoring um, that's kind of a big deal did that is that something that you always had on your mind or is that something that kind of came to you know your realization later on in your senior year that you could possibly, um, you know, break that record? Yeah, I mean, it kind of, the record thing kind of popped up more on the senior year line because each year, you know, we, we went through three coaches. So yeah. each year it was kind of for us and for me just to, to find my role and to find my fit in the offense kind of each year kind of changed here and there and do whatever we can to be a successful team. And, you know, each year was kind of tough, whether that be due to transfers, different coaches, different styles. So it was kind of a hard adjustment for me and some of the other seniors I was with that stuck all four years but kind of down the senior year line I kind of just if my the way the season was going and I kept playing the way I was playing I ended up I was going to break it at some point so it was kind of cool uh to do that and then to obviously uh finish off my senior year with with that core group of seniors that stuck with me through all the coaching changes yeah I can only imagine how difficult that was I actually asked Nick yesterday when I was talking to him about you know, the coaching changes and how difficult that was. And he only spoke glowingly about everyone, which um, I couldn't tell if that was just a PC response or, you know, (laughs) his true feelings. But what were your thoughts on having so many coaching changes? And were there any coaches that specifically stuck out to you as, you know, above the rest? Shirts shouldn't wrinkle, itch, or sweat. It's 2019. 
Fortunately, you have Twillery here to help you out. Twillery makes stocking up your closet as simple as restocking beer in your fridge. Easy, affordable, and the perfect fit guaranteed. They offer non-iron, untuckable, and performance dress shirts for as low as $55 each when you bundle four or more. With free shipping and returns, try on some Twills risk-free. After all, feeling is believing. And let me tell you, I just got one of my Twillery shirts in the mail and I freaking love it. I wear it all the time. I wear it on site all the time for work and it is fantastic, especially as you Iowans know, in the Midwest, it gets hot and humid in the summer. When you're trying to look nice, the last thing you want to do is be sweating in your fantastically looking dress shirt. Twillery is here to help and make sure you look great and don't look bad anytime during the day. Smart casual just got smarter and cheaper. Twillery brings performance work shirts to the next level with a four-way stretch material that shuts down wrinkles, stops sweat, and keeps you looking and feeling cool. Again, for as low as $55 a pop when you bundle four or more and free shipping returns, it's top value in smart workwear. You need to grab them here. And we have a great promo going on for you, the listeners of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Right now, go to twillery.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON for $25 off your first order. You can also go to twillery.com slash locked on and do the same thing. That's www.twillory.com slash locked on. And there's a special limited time Father's Day special also currently going on. If you have not figured out what to get your dad for Father's Day, you can actually order now between today and June 16th and enjoy a free set of bottle opener collar stays with your purchase from twillery.com. So make sure to do that now. If you are like me and you want to look good but also feel comfortable throughout the day, you're going to love Twillery. So make sure to check that out at twillery.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, Nick is actually even worse than me. He went through four coaches, which is even more incredible. But yeah. At four coaches at one school. But no, I have the same feeling as him. Every single coach that I played for, I couldn't speak highly, uh, more highly of. They, they were awesome guys to me. Uh, awesome guys to have on the court. You know, obviously there are some ups and downs in terms of losing. But uh, sometimes it's just, you know, some things just don't work out. Uh, playing for coach Jack Lay recruited me, obviously. So that was big for me. I had fun playing under him. And then coach Rutt, uh, was the interim coach and, um, his son, AJ was my roommate. So I'm really close to that family, really close to him. Still talk to him a lot. And then obviously coach, uh, Nico last year or, uh, with me in my senior year was, uh, did a good job with us too and ended up uh, going to Colorado state. So they're all, they're all really good guys. They all, um, I'm still close with talk to them and they can help me in any way. And I was glad to spend time with all of them. I love it, man. I, I was hoping to get something at least a little bit juicier from you and Nick, but uh, I can respect that. I mean, being a Drake alum, obviously you see the coaches leave or you see kind of the struggles and whatnot, and it's easy to place blame on some of those coaches. And I know if we get back into a decade ago and talk about some of those coaches, I think there's a lot of differing opinions. So just curious on that, but definitely glad to hear that. Obviously, you had that great relationship with them and um, still talk to them today. That's really awesome. Yeah, definitely. I mean, those guys helped me through my whole college career and got me to the 
to where I am today, and uh, I couldn't be happier for them and for helping me do that. For sure, man. Well, so you are going to be playing on the Iowa United this summer. As far as the you know the basketball tournament, is that something that you are familiar with or you were familiar with prior to being reached out to by Matt? Yeah, I've watched it kind of every summer too, and I thought when it first started it was a pretty cool idea. Then, you know, as uh, my career kind of developed and developed, I thought it would be a really cool opportunity to, one, it's right before, you know, the overseas season starts, so it would be a good uh, opportunity to kind of get back in shape, see where you are, play with other really, really talented guys, and then obviously um, use that as uh, exposure too to kind of help you in your career and advance you in your career in terms of your playing. So I thought it was a great opportunity. Definitely. And you talk about exposure and having a great season in Germany. Have you been getting any other offers or talking to anyone else about potentially moving up or kind of what, I guess, talk me through kind of what your career goals are for playing professional basketball then. Cause I mean, you just had a fantastic season. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my agent has been hard at work and trying to find me teams too. And I've been talking to uh, two or three teams already, but still in terms of, signing period it's still pretty early a lot of teams are still either in playoffs or um, still kind of playing in their season so uh, I'm kind of waiting probably thinking maybe in June to kind of start getting more serious and um, seeing what teams really want me and talking to their coaches but um, you know using the game film from last year trying to move up and trying to get um, you know a better basketball better league hopefully and see you know see whatever situation pops up and having it be right for me. It just depends on um, country, city, coach, and role on the team. So it's all it all has something to do with it, and uh, I think that's going to come, and I'll know hopefully by sometime in June. Yeah, man, lots of variables to consider there, and obviously each of those variables has a big impact on your career. So um, I can definitely appreciate and understand that. So, man, as far as, you know, kind of the next steps – um, with the Iowa United, what is going to be the training for you as far as getting to play with some of those guys? When are you planning on meeting up with them? Are you going to be going down to Des Moines and playing in the Cap City League, or what is your plan there? Yeah, so right now I've just been training in Milwaukee with some other pros that are down here, kind of lifting and then playing basketball and shooting like twice, three times a day. And then Josh and I, when he gets back, we usually go down and train with some of the Drake guys and are in Des Moines around Des Moines playing with them for a few weeks. Uh, maybe work some camps or something, but he's still over there. He'll come back uh, maybe end of May, start of June. So talking with him, see what that takes me. But I think we're going to do uh, kind of a mini camp uh, China in July too with our, with everyone on the Iowa United team. So we'll see. But just the main thing is just to stay ready, uh, keep training and do what I do. For sure, man. And so a lot of people probably listening to this podcast, and this is one of the big reasons why I wanted to get you on the show and Nick, among other people, um, a lot of people probably listening to the show are trying to figure out, you know, who are you, Reed Timmer? So as a basketball player, what do you bring to the Iowa United? Kind of what does your game entail? Uh, my game, obviously, I think is shooting. Uh, I'm a, you know, six one guard, so I kind of have to be able to shoot, spread the floor, uh, pass the ball as well, help uh, the team any way I can, just try and win. Uh, whether that be scoring, shooting, passing, or even on the defensive end, just playing, trying to play uh, stronger defense, uh, continue to work on that. And I think, you know, for the Iowa United team, we all have, we're all pros. We all have a really good skill set. So I think just trying to be a good teammate is huge too because we're going to be thrown together on this team, you know, with guys we haven't really played together with. So I think the teams that are going to be successful are teams that gel together, teams that, you know, want to, 
play for each other, not just one-on-one pro ball. And I think I can bring to the table just a guy that can get along with everybody, be a good teammate, spread the floor, shoot it, and defend when I need to, and pass the ball when I need to. Absolutely. When I look at the team, I do agree, though, that there it's a great collection of players, and I feel like it matches exactly what you think is going to be the best recipe for success in the basketball tournament. You have great shooters, you have team basketball players, a lot of guys who are willing to spread the ball around and make the smart, you know, the smart basketball play as opposed to the best basketball play for their own personal gain. So definitely excited to watch that kind of unfold over the course of this summer. You've um you played with Josh or you at least know Josh and you kind of play with him in you know training and whatnot. You know Nick very well. Outside of those two guys though, who are you most excited about playing with on the Iowa United? Um, I I mean I don't think I have one specific guy. I've played with uh, Peter a little bit. I played against West and Nicholas Bear. So I mean I think it's just learning from all those guys too is my is my number one thing too because they've all been pros a little longer than I have maybe except for Nick, but. Just learning from those guys, what I can take away from their training, from their games, just to help me and being around uh, other pros is, is going to help me in my personal game. So I'd say just that aspect of being around other pros on another team and just learning from them. For sure. And real quick, on the Nicholas Bayer subject, so when I talked to Nick yesterday, he mentioned that Nicholas was one of those guys who you love to have on your team and you hate to have against you. Is that kind of how you feel about him? Yeah, absolutely. We, when we scouted him, we played him at Iowa. That was exactly, you know, what was on the scouting report. Just a guy that does everything that uh, it may not pop up on the stat sheet a lot, but he does everything, all the intangibles, rebounding, defend, pass while he needs to, knock down open shots, just all the things that you love in a teammate, but just kind of bite you in your butt sometimes when you're playing him. So I'm excited to, to, to play with him and have that aspect on our team. Yeah, he's very deceptive. Um, Actually, I was talking to Matt Tybee as well, and it's just been a kind of a common theme as I talk to everyone that I think they're mostly, they're kind of excited to play with Nicholas Bayer and not against him, um, which I think speaks volumes to himself as a player. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with all of them too. Cool, man. Well, um, I only have a few more questions for you, just some personal stuff to get to know you, Um, obviously for the people who are going to be listening to this show. Um, First question for you is favorite place to eat on campus or favorite bar to go to a Drake? Um, Obviously, I know there's not a ton of options available for either. So if you had to pick one spot to go to, where would it be? Uh, Favorite place to eat, uh, I would say Fong's Pizza. And they just actually opened one right after I left, of course, on campus. Oh, they did? I missed on that. Yeah, there was always just the one downtown that everyone would go to kind of after the bars, but they just moved one right next to Peggy, so that's kind of cool. Oh, that's smart. That's good business right there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, bars, I don't know, just anywhere in Cordab, There's We usually, whenever we go down there, it's just kind of bouncing around and seeing where everybody is. So that whole area is pretty much where I like to go. For sure, man. That, that downtown area is getting a lot nicer. It's been getting better ever since I left, so that's super fun to see. <laughs> the... Uh, Favorite superhero? I know, obviously, Avengers Endgame just came out. Um, and in talking to Tybee, he's very big into supervillains. So I felt like this was a question I just had to ask to everyone now. Do you have a favorite superhero or a supervillain? Superhero? Um, I don't know. I've always really liked the Iron Man films just because it kind of isn't too far-fetched. You know, it's kind of actually... It seems know, realistic, right? Yeah, it seems enough realistic where you can kind of get get behind it. So I would have to say Iron Man. I love it, man. And favorite pump-up song? When you're getting ready for your games in Germany, what are you listening to on your iPod or last name's old, your iPhone, whatever it may be? <laughs> uh, I would say just right now, uh, to get if I would have had a game like tomorrow, I would probably listen to anything future. Um, 
I'm not sure, you know, what specific song in general, yeah. but I would just say anything, anything by Future, and that'll, that'll get me ready. Awesome, man. And what was your favorite memory at Drake? It doesn't have to be basketball, but what was your favorite memory in general? Favorite memory, I think, and I don't think it was one specific memory, but like any any road wins, you know, like any time we'd go on the road win and then have a bus ride back, I think was really special because obviously early on we weren't, we didn't get many of those, so it was kind of special. And then as we kind of got older and older, we would get more and more. So you, I I learned how much effort and how much you know grit it took to win on the road. And then once we got older and it was ha- start to happen more, I would really appreciate. Uh, our team for doing it and it was just a really fun time you know in the locker room and on the trip back to just go get a win on the road so I'd say road wins absolutely man so I I never played obviously collegiate sports played high school sports and whatnot road wins were not as impressive then can you tell me a little bit about what makes it so difficult to go on the road is it just the crowd or is it just being in an unfamiliar place is it having a kind of a different schedule than you're used to what is um, what makes it so difficult and this could be you know in Germany or you know back in the states no, right, yeah, it's just like everything you said, like, they have a whole fan section behind them, their gym, they've played in their whole career, so they're really familiar with the rims, with the balls, with all their spots, they they played, it's pretty much their, a lot of teams practice in their game arenas, so it's like, they know that really well, you're in, you're sleeping in a hotel bed, your routine isn't what it is when you're at home, you're kind of thrown off, you don't get as much necessarily warm-up time, because you get there maybe only hour, hour and a half, two hours before the game, and everyone gets there at the same time. Whereas at home, you can kind of plan out your warm up, you know, maybe by yourself or with a few coaches, with a few teammates. So all these factors come into play, and you're kind of thrown into the mud really soon, and you have only a few days to prepare in the middle of conference season. Sometimes, especially against conference teams, you play you play twice a year, so it's really it's really tough to go into. Uh, an away team or away an away game and try and get that win when they've you know they need that valuable win and you're kind of fighting for it so just all those factors come into play and it's really really good for your team if you can come out and get one absolutely and last question for you what do you like most about the basketball tournament format you know obviously it's a single elimination winner takes all um do you like that type of format or do you prefer something else um i think i like that uh, format I like the way the games end too um, instead of you know just the time running out they yeah have the special the special ending which is kind of cool but yeah what's I that called again I can't remember the, the name Everlyn ending or something like that yeah it's like that eight point um, thing yeah I, I read yeah. about that <laughs> so yeah it's kind of cool that they do that puts a different spin on it and I think makes the games go a little bit faster but it's it'll be a cool thing to play in I think the way uh, structured with all the really good teams in there it just it's an easy way to figure out you know who's the best team so absolutely man well thank you for jumping on the show obviously i appreciate you joining us on the locked on hawkeyes podcast do you have anything else you want to say to anyone who is listening to this um, about your time at the iowa united or anything that you feel like you wanted to cover yeah no i don't think there's anything just to thank you to all the people that support us and um are looking forward to watching us play i think uh, everyone's really excited to get together and see what this team can do Definitely, man. Well, thank you, Reed, for jumping on the show. Enjoy your training. We're excited to watch you play on the Iowa United this summer, and I'm sure I'll be talking to you later this summer as well. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Have a good day. Yep, you too. Bye. 
All right, and that concludes our podcast for today. A special shout-out to Reed Timmer again for joining the show and talking to us about playing for the Drake University Bulldogs, playing for the Iowa United, and what it's like playing overseas currently in Europe and kind of what he's working on now. He had a fantastic first season over in Europe. There's a lot of big things happening for him, so I'm really excited to watch him play in the basketball tournament, the $2 million winner-take-all tournament this summer. So stay tuned for that. We have some great guests coming on again over the coming weeks. We have Jeff Horner, former Iowa basketball player and current head coach coach of the Iowa United. He's going to be joining the show in the next week or so. And if you haven't listened to some of our old podcasts, we've had some great guests on in the past couple months. Again, Kevante Martin Manley, the all-time receptions leader in Iowa Hawkeyes history, Drew Tate, the 2005 Capital One Bowl MVP, and Ricky Stanzi, three-time bowl winner for the Iowa Hawkeyes and former NFL player. We've had all those guys on, and we've also had some great Iowa United players on as well, including Nicholas Bayer, Matt Tybee, Nick McGlynn, and Marcus Pfizer. So make sure to check out those interviews as well. You will not be disappointed, I promise you. And if you did like what you hear, if this is the first time you're listening to the show, or if you listened in the past and you decided to not subscribe at that time, make sure to like, subscribe, and review wherever you download this podcast app. You can get this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the brand new podcast app, Himalaya. As I said before we jumped into the show, Himalaya is absolutely fantastic. As a podcast listener myself, I'm an avid listener to all podcasts, anything I can grab my hands on. Himalaya is great because it's free, it's super easy to use, and has every single podcast I'm looking for. And my favorite piece about it is that they have expert podcast tastemakers that kind of curate personal playlist for me based on what I like and dislike and play, you know, podcast. Also, I love the fact that I can comment and like on specific episodes. Sometimes there's just some podcasts where I don't need to listen to every single episode. But when I do listen to a specific episode, I would love to be able to give a review of that specific episode. You can do that on the Himalaya podcast app. Also, if you are on Twitter or Facebook, make sure to follow us there on Twitter at Locked on Iowa. Follow us on Facebook at Locked on Hawkeyes. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can also email me at LockedOnHawkeyes at gmail.com. That's how you're going to get into the know about what's going on on the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast. But that'll do it, though, for our Wednesday morning episode. We'll be back later this week with another fantastic podcast episode, so don't miss out on that. Make sure to like, subscribe, and review right now so you can get a hold of that episode the first second it comes out. Thank you again for listening to the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast. Have a fantastic day, Iowa, and go Hawks! innovation sound like it sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer client or patient it sounds like having the right information right when you need it it sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business thanks to highlands intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better whatever that thing is now who doesn't like the sound of that highland for innovators everywhere visit highland.com